Welcome to our podcast for College Catholics, where we discuss faith and spirituality from a Catholic perspective. I'm Father Patrick, and today I'm welcoming a guest, Ben Erickson. He has been with us already twice in the past, and especially the last episode where we talked about the three first Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are they who mourn, and blessed are the meek. And today we will talk about the fourth Beatitude. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for theirs will be, for they will be satisfied. So Ben, thank you very much for joining us. Um, by the way, Ben is from, uh, Ben Erickson is from uh, Michigan. He was born and raised here in Michigan. He recently got married about a year ago with uh, Amy. They live in South Lyon, Michigan, and uh, he is working on his doctorate in philosophy at the Catholic University of America. How are, how are you doing? And thank you for joining us again today. Yes, thank you, Father. It's very good to be back again. Yeah, and thank you for all the insights. I encourage everyone to listen to the previous episode where we spoke about those uh, first Beatitudes because they're really, I think they're a great interpretation of the gospel and I think are very important and also succinct. We did it, we, I think we, we did a good job <laughs> in, in keeping it short, yes. each one. <laughs> so today we'll, listen, we'll uh, talk about this one. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they will be satisfied. So how do you interpret that, and then how do you apply it how yeah. for people in the world? I think the first thing is, what does hunger and search for or thirst for righteousness mean? And, and to me, what I was reading and what I was reflecting on is it's really, you know, those who seek uh, to do justice, right? Like, um, so, and then what is justice? You know, the, the classic, you know, question, what is justice? And, and, and justice is, um, giving what is due to others and not taking what is not yours. Um, and so this so idea... It's not necessarily social justice. Like, yeah, uh, yeah we have to pick it. And yeah, so I mean, it, it can be part of that. It might include it. In yeah, it might include it as, as an aspect, but it's any area in which um, others are, are do something and we you know, therefore ought to give it to them or we don't take what's not ours. And so um, those who hunger and search for righteousness are searching and seeking out justice, uh, doing what is... Um, right and giving what is due to those who need it and are owed it. Very good, very good. So here I have a, a another perspective, yes. uh, which is it's the same in a sense, but it's a little bit, if you want, uh, a more spiritual um, interpretation. So every, of course, the gospel you can interpret it more literally mm -hmm. and in different levels of spirit spiritual interpretation. And this is based on Saint Leo the Great. He says that uh, this thirst for Hunger and thirst for righteousness is not a, th a hunger and thirst uh, that is purely human, right? But it's a thirst for uh, virtue, thirst mm. for holiness. And in a sense, or more deeply, sense uh, thirst of union with God, in a, in, which means uh, the desire for, of God himself, right? Yeah. So I desire God, right? So St. Leo says the following, This hunger is not for any bodily food, and this thirst is not for any earthly drink. It is a longing to be blessed with righteousness. And by penetrating the secret of all mysteries, to be filled with the Lord himself. So the soul who desires righteousness longs for God in this way, and he already loves him, right? So and so St. Leo continues. It has already received a portion of God's goodness and is on fire with love the love that gives joy of the utmost purity. It counts as nothing, all that belongs to time. It is entirely consumed with the desire to eat and drink the food of righteousness, righteousness or holiness. Right? The soul 
lays hold of the true meaning of the first and great commandment. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and your whole strength. So in a word, uh, up to there, St. Leo. So what he's basically saying is that uh, thirst for righteousness is desire for holiness, mm. right? So righteousness or justice in, in, in the more elevated sense, not justice, just uh, the idea of giving to each one what is his due, but justice as perfection. Yes, right? yes. Well, and justice encompasses, I mean, in certain ways, touches all the virtues, right? Like those who are virtuous will give what is due in any situation, you know? And right. I think of even the word righteousness, you know, I, I don't... I know the the Greek word that is used, but I, I you know I think of you know uh, talking about Noah, right? Like in Abraham, they being described as a, as a as a righteous man, right? you know, holy. They're searching right. for that that holiness, that virtue that you're you're talking about. Or Saint Joseph, when it says that he was a, a just right, man, a just not, man, not just that he gave the proper yeah, money yes. right to people, <laughs> but he he is holy. Yes, right? yeah. So, and how would you apply it? Yeah, well, I mean, one way, again, just on the more literal, is those who hunger such righteousness are going to be honest and truthful. The truth is um, something that is owed to people. So therefore, being um, truthful and honest is going to be one way to, that you know, we can hunger and thirst for righteousness. Or another way is respecting the dignity of others. So therefore, not gossiping or slandering other people, right? Like, certainly that's not the way to holiness, but it's also a way to specifically not give what is due to others. Right, namely, so it's unjust. Exactly. Right? You're, you're telling lies about other people. Exactly. So kind of having that honesty, that truthfulness, but and then being respectful of others and not you know slandering or gossiping about them would be one you know simple way to to you know, things to avoid and then things to um, work towards. Right. Right. And if we look at it from the other perspective, the righteousness as ho- or justice as holiness, um, I would apply it by saying that uh, we should everyone, right, should try to ask God for a greater love for him, yes. right, a greater desire for holiness, but a love for God. And this is something to ask for. So whenever you may have to make choices in your life, to try to give priority to those things that help you grow in your relationship with God, things that help you grow spiritually, right? For example, having time, as you were mentioned last episode, having time for silent prayer, right, to visit Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, attending Mass and receiving Holy Communion, praying the rosary. So all these things uh, are a way of desiring or thirsting for righteousness. And finally, also something that is more interior, so it's not very practical if you want, but it, it is practical in the sense that we should try to desire first and foremost our sanctification. Even if we notice that we're weak and we're pathetic and we are full of attachments and sins, our desire should be first to desire holiness. And only then to get a good job and good, get, get good grades and go and have fun with our friends. First holiness, yes. first God. And that's this hunger and thirst for righteousness. Mm. Well, one thing I, I'm just thinking about this too is in my research on the Beatitudes, I you know a lot of my interpretation that I was offering is not strictly Thomistic, but certainly based on what Aquinas was saying. And one of the things he said that really struck me is he talked about the Beatitudes and and how in some ways they're, they're um, uh, you know, supernatural paradox, right? This idea that the happy oh, person. And, and he says something very interesting where he says, if you want to look at the example of the person who lives the Beatitudes, he says, look at Christ on the cross. You know, here's absolutely. a person who is poor. He has, he's obviously not having any sort of enjoyment, right? On, on a right. physical level, he is despised, you know, by, by all. And yet 
Aquinas says he is blessed, right? And and certainly in this, I think about, you know, what made me think about that again is this idea of hungry and thirsting for righteousness so that we should have a thirst for God, but also on the cross, Christ also says, I thirst. And, you know, a lot of people have talked about that he is thirsting for our souls. So this idea that we should thirst for God and that we all, he is also thirsting for us. He wants us to be in union with him, right? So I thought that you know, just something I was thinking about as you kind of mentioned this idea mm-hmm. that this beatitude is about you know our longing for God, that that longing is is also really a response to God, the longing that God has for, for us. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what many interpret of the words of Christ when he said on the cross, I thirst, Literally, he meant, I want some water yes. because he was thirsty. But spiritually, he also meant, I, I thirst for souls yeah. that I want to redeem and that I want them, for their own sake, to love me. Yes. Right? They, God, Christ doesn't want our love because he needs it oh, or because yeah. he gets better with it. Yes. <laughs> he wants our love because it's better for us. Yes. Right? Yes. So I think that uh, that word... Uh, I thirst, that one of the words of the of Christ the, from mm-hmm. the cross, should be a reminder that Christ wants our friendship. Yes. Right? And uh, we should also desire his friendship. Yes. Very good. Well, thank you very much. This is great. This is very good. Thank you so much. It's been really fun. I, I have enjoyed doing some research on this and just talking about it, hearing the other interpretations. I mean, even in my own research, it's amazing how many beautiful interpretations, all faithful, but beautiful, right. and how you the depth of these words that can be so easily overlooked. But then doing some research and prayerfully reflecting on them, how you can you know see the beauty in which you know these primary teachings of Christ gave us. Right. And next week we will be talking to brother Fra- brother Daniel ah. uh, about the other uh, three other uh, beatitudes, and they're tough too because Christ says that you're you're blessed if you're persecuted, right? Yes. <laughs> which is how can that be blessed? But anyway, so we'll talk about it later. So, yeah, everyone, thank you. Thank you, Ben, for joining us uh, in this thank episode. You. Thank you, everyone, for, for listening, for, for uh, staying with us to the end here. Um, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you uh, want to uh, follow us, please do so in Apple Podcasts or Spotify and, and share these episodes with your friends to share with them the goodness of the gospel, the beatitudes of the gospel. So, again, next uh, week we will be talking to Brother Daniel Heffernan uh, to address some more of the Beatitudes. Hope to see you next time. Ben, God bless you. God bless you. And uh, may God bless your day. Bye.